You are listening to the Healing Pact Podcast, a place where women of color come to share their stories and their revelations. This includes the good, the bad, and the ugly. Here we highlight resilience as we validate and normalize real emotions and real experiences. We push ourselves to be a beacon of hope and an advocate for change. I am your host, Melina Sadler, a licensed therapist and a mom of an autistic warrior. I'm here to support and educate you on your options for managing your mental health. Thank you so much for listening. Be well and be encouraged. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Healing Pack podcast. My name is Melina Sadler, and I'm your host. I'm a licensed mental health counselor in the state of New York and a licensed professional counselor in the state of Connecticut. And I'm coming to you all today to remind you that April is not only National Autism Acceptance Month, it is also Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Those of you that have been listening to me for the last couple of seasons know that I am a survivor of sexual assault. I had two main incidents that occurred in my adolescent years. And because of my experiences growing up, becoming a professional, I became more comfortable talking about my specific experiences and I learned how helpful talking about my experiences have been to other people that I've come into contact with. The reason this is really important is because April 2023 marks the official 22nd anniversary of celebrating this and bringing awareness to sexual assault. However, when we really think about the movement, it really dates back even longer. And statistics show that this movement really started back in the 1940s and 50s and was led and championed by Black women of color. This is something that I didn't know initially, and I really thought it was interesting because a lot of the work that I do not only focuses on trauma and the impacts on community, but I'm also very passionate about the different things that occur in the lives of people of color. As you all know, I work primarily with women of color in the New York City and Connecticut inner cities who have experience with sexual trauma. So to know that this movement started pretty much on the backs of Black women who were advocating for this is really important and special to me. Some of the names that were mentioned that really stood out to me was Rosa Parks. I had no idea that Rosa Parks was an advocate for this, not only just this, but the intersection between race-based and gender-based violence, which later in 1989, Professor Kimberly Crenshaw ended up calling this intersectionality, which is what we talk a lot about today. A lot of different groups are fighting for their civil rights, and a lot of these rights and issues impact us on many different levels because we are all made up of multiple identities. Social activism is something that I think we hear a lot about, but we don't always get the chance to engage in it. I know a lot of people get a little nervous when they think about ways that they can get involved because maybe they feel as though, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to start. This is not my experience. Do I have the right to be a part of this? And the answer is yes. 
You absolutely can. There are many organizations out there that support the rights and promote awareness on these issues. RAIN is a really good resource if you want to learn more about sexual assault, you want to learn more about their hotline and just the advocacy services they have. We also have the National Sexual Violence Resource Center, which is another wonderful resource. They both have websites and social media presences where you can talk a lot about getting involved. They talk to you about what the Awareness Month is about. They talk to you about the different activities they have, such as a day of action, um, 30 days of sexual assault awareness month challenge. They have multiple events. Um, they also have social media guidance and just other other collaborations that they're doing. They do a lot of contests and just different things that really promote awareness on this. They try to tap into multiple different ways to ensure that people know that this is an issue and that we are still fighting for justice and equity in this. They tap into a lot of different creative ways of doing this, so not just like blogging. They also do graphics and posters, and obviously they collaborate with a lot of government officials as well to bring awareness to these issues. So if you ever think that you want to bring this information to maybe your place of employment or you just want to get involved on your own, definitely check out these resources. Read the stories of the survivors. If you really enjoy the mission of these companies and organizations, definitely find out ways that you can get involved. I definitely have volunteered in the past to do um, some hotline work or to spread awareness through media. There are also support walks out there. So there's fundraising efforts, a lot of things that are out there to help with the judicial system and also just the advocacy overall. So as someone who's a survivor and some of you out there that might be listening that are survivors, I just want to give you the reassurance that the work is being done and you don't have to stay quiet if you don't want to. I know firsthand that it's very difficult. There are a lot of questions that come along with the things that we've gone through. And a lot of times it's not very easy to explain. You do not have to talk about it if you don't want to. But I do want to let you know if you ever do have the courage to talk about it, there definitely is power in doing so. You are not alone by any means whatsoever. You are not alone. There are many women, men out there, um, people who identify as non-binary that have had similar experiences and are very difficult experiences to endure. Um, it's very hard for them to talk about it. So I encourage you, if you want to stay anonymous and share your story, you can. If you want to be loud and bold about it so that people know that these things are happening so that we can let people know that this is not just something you see in movies this is not just something you see on gossip blogs or tv shows this is real life and when you think about the statistics and the things that a lot of us have gone through you realize how rampant these issues are and it's really disheartening and sometimes it is very difficult, you know, to talk about. It doesn't get any easier at times, but I feel truly impressed with myself for being where I am 
And I love the fact that I'm able to help other survivors come to their own healing and their own awareness. And this is something that I'm going to continue talking about until I'm blue in the face because that's how important it is to me and to the local community. I didn't want to take too long with this message today, but I definitely want to encourage you to reach out to those sources, get involved, learn more about what you can do. And I'll be talking a little bit more about the different aspects of sexual trauma and how it manifests in the body in future episodes. Be well, be encouraged, have a great rest of your week. I hope that it is restful and I hope that you are able to enjoy and I will see you in future episodes. Thanks. See you soon.